hello, hello. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, where I want you to be financially free, physically free, spiritually free, and emotionally free. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Last week, I hope you joined us with my phenomenal guest, Estelle Blockums. Hopefully you guys all learned something about life insurance. You have reached out to your agent. You have sent me a Facebook and Instagram message, asked some more questions, and you're moving forward with your life insurance portfolio. Remember, you don't have to do it all at once. Just start now, start somewhere, start with something. So, um, all right, so thank you guys very much. I appreciate you joining me again here. And I'm gonna do something different today. This is real different. This is really different than uh, the previous episodes. We're gonna have a fun episode, okay? So this episode, we're still gonna talk about some finance, but it's gonna be a real light topic. There may have been a little alcohol included, a little cake, a little fun. And so we're going, I have guests here with me today. And um, we're all ladies in the room today. And we're going to just have some fun. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things around finance. So I don't know where I will catalog this yet. After we finish the episode, I'll figure out where we'll put it. But it's going to be something women in finance, women in fun, learning in finance, something. So let me start by introducing our guest. So I have a returning guest here. You guys heard her last week. Her name was Estelle Blockums. She is joining me for her second. She got two for two, two in a row. She's joining me again today for another episode. Hey, Estelle. Hey, girls. This is a little bit better from my professional voice from last week. We are not professional girls today. We just ladies. We just the ladies. Okay, and guess what? I have somebody else. So some of you guys will be happy to hear from this person. I've gotten a lot of responses about my hair. I'm not a hair person, but you know, my hair and it's so pretty and it's grown back after this big chop and the color so nice. So I have my really good friend. I've known this woman. Okay. You guys all liked episode two. Friends in debt. Yeah. Friends in debt. Episode two was Carla and Keisha. And remember I met them in college back in 1991, paying college in Augusta, Georgia. So I bought another part of that trio in um, today. So, and she also is the one that does my hair. Her name is Miss Elisa Jordan Lucy. Hello, hello. Okay, Lisa's trying to be all cool and calm. <laughs> Hi, Kailucci. Thank you. <laughs> Kailucci. Okay, so here we go. Some of you guys will recognize the name Kailucci. That is one of my names. I will take it. But um, yeah, so Elisa's here. Elisa did my hair. Elisa, what would you like to say? Oh, well, I didn't ask Estelle. Estelle, you want to do a separate intro for yourself? No, I'm just happy to be here All again. Right. I'm glad you asked me back, girl. <laughs> All right. Lisa, Lisa Lucy. I was very hesitant, but I'm here. <laughs> well, Lisa did not want to be here. I had to, um, we had you to. You had to bribe her with cake. Yeah, we had to bribe her with cake. <laughs> and <laughs> snuck some liquor in my coffee. Some liquor, <laughs> some cake. Oh, do y'all know, y'all know I'm the, the dessert person. I don't know how many of you guys in the public know that, but. I am the dessert girl. And we had, t- let's, okay, we're going to start here with the dessert. What did we have, ladies, for dessert today? Fattening dessert. What What was in that <laughs> fattening? Who liked the dessert? I loved it. It was good. Because I would never come with a bad dessert. Estelle gave me the worst dessert 
today. It oh, don't say, don't it was say that. Terrible. It was that not terrible. Was, oh, it was did terrible. you just curse on the podcast? Because I'm a dessert girl, and that's serious business to me. And that shit was terrible. Oh my goodness. Well, you any don't even know the name of it. It doesn't matter. Well, let's talk about the good dessert um, that was somewhat um, fattening, um, but we loved it. It was delicious. It was you worth about mine, every right. Yes, oh, your okay. dessert. It was um, worth every calorie yes, in which we consumed. So there you go. Kudos to you. Pineapple, cream cheese. Yes. Uh, she calls it layer cake. Pineapple. Moist layer cake. It was delicious. <laughs> so if you want, her name is Kimberly Van Zant. Uh, I'm sure she has a business name. I don't even know what her business name is. I'll I'll share it. But her name is Kimberly Vincent. She is in the Atlanta area. She makes the best cake in the world. So that was delicious. Yes. It was delicious. Delicious. So ladies, but I, I do want to know oh, about the oh. bad one. What 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 kind no, of cake? No, oh my was goodness, some, it was. Look, I still don't want to talk about it. No, it was so disgusting. It, no. it wasn't even cake. Oh it my was gosh. like blueberry. It was like cornbread blue- souffle. It was awful. It was awful. You didn't even eat it. <laughs> You're trying to play. That's because you like so much sugar in your, you know, it wasn't sweet, but it did have blueberries in it. And so that's the reason why you didn't like it. Let's not talk about that. Let's go on with <laughs> the show. It was nasty as hell. <laughs> hey. I'm not going to tell you where it went. We should have fed it to the birds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just, okay. Don't bring me no des- bad dessert, please. Don't nobody bring me no bad dessert. It's a sin. All right. So we'll start today. Let's just talk about, we, we had a few topics we were going to talk about. This month is Women in Finance Month or something. I'm officially in finance, but we were going to talk about some stuff like, where do y'all want to start? Side hustles or women who lead households or what we want, things we, lessons we learned as we got older. We're all in our 40s. So we've all been around these blocks a few times. We've learned some lessons. Knocking on 50. Knocking on 50. Y'all have heard some of my lessons. Y'all have heard plenty of my lessons now. And what week are we in? 25 maybe? Something about 25. Y'all have heard a whole lot of my lessons. Excuse me. So anybody want to share a story? Share anything? Things you wish you would have done earlier or you would have known earlier? Things you would have done different? I mean, of course, everybody, everybody here should be saying buy Bitcoin nine years ago but we won't well we could we could certainly start off with um you know buying bitcoin but uh i don't know then we didn't hear or know anything about bitcoin and i don't even know that it was around at that particular time so i guess is 11 years old well january um, 3rd if we're knocking on the if we're knocking on the door of 50 i think i learned something a a little longer than 11 years ago god help me So with that being said, I guess I could jump into um, something in which um, I'm certainly learning um, since the age of 40. And um, when I when I begin to speak about that, I certainly would like to start off with that I'm just happy that I'm that I'm here. And certainly with age, you know, certainly comes wisdom. Um, but I think this is this is a very funny story. Um, so we went skating um, the other <laughs> night, <Man>. and <laughs> and inside of um, going skating one thing that i uh, certainly have seen and, and realized is um as you get as you get older you just realize things that you just don't have to do to get attention mm-hmm. <sighs> and we yeah. can tie this into money because i just said that it's the first time i ever actually noticed fake body parts 
<laughs> oh, well, that's a whole nother, I think that's a whole nother but conversation. That's getting but, attention. But it's, it's getting attention. There, that's not, we're not talking about the price of Jordans. We're talking about shoes and purses. I think they cost a little bit more than a pair of shoes and a purse. Yeah. And when you begin to think about that and just thinking about um, some of the life lessons and what you learn is that just being you is just certainly the best. It doesn't cost a whole lot of money, but then you're just in your purest form. So when you see some of these young individuals or, of course, you know, when you're they're much younger than you are and you see just how they change their whole look for other people. That's true. But now, okay. Because Estelle, I, I've known Elisa longer than I've known you, but I've known you for a long time. And it says in a short time, I've never been that person. Like dyeing my hair is really the extent of me changing my body. I've never, I never wore makeup. I've never, I was never really even into high heels and certain, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to think because they seem, it's just the times. Exactly. I do think it's the times. Would mm-hmm. you agree? I agree. Yeah, I think it's the, the times. lashes. And, and it's a fad. You know, most people like to follow fads and, you know, they see videos and yeah, they want to emulate it. Before the videos. Yeah. <laughs> they want to emulate what they see. But... But let's let's talk a little bit to that. So when you think about videos and they want to emulate what you see, when we were coming up and the most that you would see on a video, right, mm-hmm. was bike a, shorts, maybe bike shorts <laughs> or big earrings. Mm-hmm. So like big. And we emulated that. And we, em, right. Mm-hmm. But it was nothing. The crazy hairstyles. Yeah. We cra- were not naked. It was about, about that, right? The MC Hammer mm-hmm. pants. That was about it. But. We we certainly covered up, right? Um, it it wasn't a whole lot of money to get that look, right? Um, and and it still was natural. I mean, if and I the go most back and we really them, had them was nails and fake hair, right? Acrylic and I don't even nails, know nails wasn't it was even more press. No, no, no. Yeah, it was yeah. nails when I got to Georgia. It was not nails in Chicago, but when I got to Georgia, well, my roommate, I had a, I had the most special roommate on the co- on the campus. She not had me. It. She had it all. <laughs> and so that's where I that's I first saw acrylic nails my freshman year of college. I didn't know what acrylic nails. That would nails. be your first roommate, right? My very first, yes. <laughs> Alisa was one of my roommates. She was she not, was not the, the nails one. girl. She was not the nails oh, Okay, uh, certainly. Uh, but just l- seeing that, I mean, and seeing how far it's gone, and then the money that is spent um, for, for these young girls to just have a completely different look. I'd like to talk about, what is it? What in society is pushing us to that particular point where young girls, young girls are having, to your point, um, chest jobs, um, buttocks jobs, um, permanent um, makeup, um, eyelashes that are hundreds of dollars. Okay. Weave, Six inches long. Yeah, weave that is um, just, hundreds you know, way down. Yeah, way down. I, I, I think that, you know, when you think about just being who you are, when did that not become good enough? Good question. That's a good question. So is it my age or is it something else? Because I don't want to spend that much money either. That's too, how much? Well, you, you're, you're wiser, but yeah. there's still something that's happening that to that point where they feel like this is necessary. You know, here's well, the question. Emulate. Who were the... Who were we watching? We had Claire Huxtable. We yeah. who were the 
the for us, we're all three uh, melanated women here. Mm-hmm. So who did we have to look at to emulate? Mm-hmm. So even our singers at the time were who who would have been Jody Watley. Destiny, well, no, Destiny's Child has oh, come no, a little later, but um, later. Um, who's the, the three the three lady group that, in Vogue? In Vogue. And they look good. Still. They were mm-hmm. very classy. Yeah. So that, that if we were going to dress like somebody, I mean, we had um, Queen Latifah, but mm-hmm. she looked perfectly fine. She was a rapper. MC yeah. Light, she had yeah. all her clothes on. She mm-hmm. was just a rapper. I mean, we didn't have... Uh, you know, even but I, mean, I guess it hope. wasn't in to be all exposed back then. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, it's like the end thing. You got to show it all just to be out there. So people just, you know, they want to put it all out. So, and when you, I guess if we wanted to tie it certainly back into your, into your um, ready, set, free, how do we have that conversation with these young ladies about investing in their future instead of investing in? How beauty and a facade. Mm. Uh, Young ladies, is anybody listening? (laughs) It it seems that a lot of younger, you know, I have two girls. They live for the moment, and they just want to. You know, I had to be on my girls too. That you know, I fuss at my oldest a lot, and she puts more out than I would like her to. But I have to keep in mind that she's grown now, so you know, I. Of course, I would love to say, uh-uh, go back in and change that, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she has to deal with those consequences. She wasn't raised that way, but hey. But she got to keep up with her, her group. Yep. That's what they're doing. But I think this generation lives for the moment. And whatever is in, that's what they're going to do. So I was really excited. I got, <clears throat> excuse me, he happens to be a male, but I got a client who's very young. He just came out of college. He's, you know, graduated. He's got a, you know, an okay job. He's living back at home with his degree. And he actually called me to get me to um, be one of his, be his financial coach. And I was so excited when we did his like discovery session. He was not, he, he's not into that. I'm, I'm like so impressed. He's like, look, I need to know what I need to be doing to get ready. I want to be prepared. You know, he's got no like serious relationship that he spoke of and he didn't even have a car yet. You know, he just got out of college. He's like, How old okay. is he? I think twenty-three. Yeah, so he, and that's rare for someone of that generation to think beyond. Went to the college moment. on a um, basketball scholarship, so he doesn't have any debt. He said, "I have no car." I was like, "Boy, look, you are a perfect canvas. I can help you paint whatever picture you want. I mean, you tell me what you want, and let's work on a couple ways for you to get it." I'm like, there's really no, nothing holding you back from getting where you want to be. And you're starting at 23, already knowing you want to go somewhere. So you bring up a very interesting point because this is another topic that I would love to have with some individuals. And that is, um, what do we expect of our children? And so I had this conversation with another uh, set of adults that we now let our children not have the responsibilities that we had when we were coming out of, you know, 18, it was either you're going to college Mm -hmm. or you're moving out, right? And Mm -hmm. so you had responsibilities. You had to pay for your own car. This whole, you know, being under on your um, parents' cell phone plan Mm -hmm. until you 30, that was not, none of that was happening, Mm -hmm. right? And so I almost feel like we've, um, also let our children kind of get out of that res- 
responsibility phase. And so when you think about, you know, whether it's young girls getting different body parts or hair or nails or makeup. Where are they getting the money from? Where are they getting the money? Mm-hmm. Is it because they have discretionary income because their parents are not making them take over responsibilities, get their own place? I am hearing more and more and more of young individuals that are that are staying with their parents, mm-hmm. that are going to stay with their parents, and they don't have a care in the world. Yep, and you have the parent that enables them to do whatever it is that they choose. And I'm okay to keep them with happy. them being home. Just to keep them happy. When there's yeah. a plan. So if there's a, like this young man at his age, he's like, I need, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I got the degree, I'm out, what am I doing? Like, how do I get the house? He asked me how to help him get the car. Like, how do I get the car? What? How do I do this? Um, if you're going to stay at home, though, you have some responsibilities. Like, you know, over here, we got a, we got electric bills. We got gas bills. These parents are not making their kids pay anything. Mm-hmm. They get to come and go when they want to. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't have was, to pay any bills. The, that wasn't a Marshall Cole plan. That wasn't. Well, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, as, as we're thinking about what may be the reason why this may be, are we enabling them mm-hmm. to be able to do this? But, well, so then let's go back. So at what point do you start paying for, do your daughter start paying for her own hair? I mean, we've got individuals that, oh my goodness, I feel like we could really go down this. I mean, I, I've seen prom pictures. Mm. It's not even the prom and the grad, and the. In the prom pictures, the girls that like don't even wedding. have, that look like the wedding, that don't even have, and I certainly would like to ask them if they have life insurance or savings accounts, but <laughs> looks like the wedding pictures, but they're going to prom with Christian Louboutin mm. shoes on. And Girl. they don't have a job. So you got a mother. Mm-hmm. That's it, working hard to supply all and of you that. you hear and the dress. Eight, $800. dress was $800. Not the I. The shoes was $800. <laughs> they had a professional makeup artist. They had the hair. Okay, the hair done fine. They had the professional ma- and then they do the the whole the send off is that what I don't even know what it's called I'm not there yet y'all my it won't happen for us but yeah you had a whole backdrop the mm-hmm. red carpet they rolled the red carpet out you walked to like it's so it's and more suit. than I did for my Lisa you remember how much my wedding cost I think we spent like three hundred dollars for the whole wedding service oh yeah you you made sure you told us that information on the uh... <laughs> well. <laughs> They paid more for their shoes at the prom than we paid for the whole daggone wow. ceremony. I, I'm the, and I, I wasn't, and I was 21. So, but again, and too, I just think you know it's also done for social media. For yeah, pictures, you gotta yeah. have that image. The yeah, and the likes and the shares and the yeah. So you know, people do it just to put themselves out there, just to give others something to look at. Something to, you know, be envious of. So are they attention seekers? I would think so. Is I would it validation so. then? Is it a form of validation? Just to... Well, who, y'all... Wanting to keep up um, with the, the Joneses. The Social Dilemma? Who, did y'all see the movie, either of you? I did. No, I did oh, not either. Y'all need to watch The Social Dilemma. So in the movie, The Social... It's not a movie, it's a documentary. They talk about the science. Like, they've already studied this, so... Clicks and likes and all that is not some just random thing. They've studied. They know for a fact that um, likes gives you some type of endorphins. The more mm-hmm. likes you get, the faster they come is the more endorphins that you're. In. So, yeah, that's all studied. So, you know, and then now it's popularity and how many followers. I have no idea how many followers I have. 
None. I don't either. Let's go ahead and check and see who's the winner. Yeah. How many, how many followers you? Yeah, I'm not. It interested. didn't appeal. Yeah, it didn't appeal to me. It didn't. Yeah. You know, I, I got out there for a little bit, but I was like, yeah, I don't Lisa have time was on for Instagram this. way before me. Lisa, you taught me. You didn't want to talk me to um, stories or whatever on Instagram, and only because I was made to to promote my my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, the work that I do, but I was never interested. So once I got at one salon, the owner was like, you need to just put yourself out there. You need to promote yourself. And I was like, okay, I, I don't care. <laughs> and once I got over it and I was like, okay, cause you know, I would take pictures of my work, mm-hmm. but sometimes I would get the before and forget the after. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a waste of time for me. So I just stopped. I just stopped. So I re- rely on referrals based on my work. If someone sees my work, and I just tell my client, look, if they ask you who did did your hair, send you can send them to me, and then I'll give you a referral discount. So that's what I do. But mm-hmm. I don't rely on social media a lot. And even if lot. you had 2,000 followers, you could not do 2,000 heads anyway. Exactly. I'm <laughs> you, just one you person. You can't do 2,000 hairdos in 30 days. I'm so. just one person. Well, I think it's also, though, the difference of knowing the of, of the two, because I think that to your point, whether you're using that for business purposes, mm-hmm. right? So if we think about your ready, set, free, and Instagram and social media, that's how you certainly, you know, get out there yeah. and, and reach the masses. But when we're talking about some of these young girls, and I mean, literally, mm-hmm. going back to the skating ring, you're skating, and you are taping yourself skating, making me almost fall because you're <laughs> taping yourself skating, or you've got someone behind you taping you skating and before you leave the skating rink you have everybody in social media knows what you wore what song Mm -hmm. you was what we were laughing about it because we were like we were leaving we were like man how many how many movies are we gonna be in there were so (laughs) many people do like hey what maybe i didn't want everybody to know i was in atlanta at the skating rink honey we was in all and she had on the fancy light up light up Roller skates. We gonna know it was you, but uh, honey, we was in all kinds of movies. I was like, well, dang, everybody. They had their routines and they cameramen with them. It was real deal. Wow, I hate. So what it. we would like, what I would like the younger people to know is to prepare for your future. I I'm not gonna say don't spend so much money on stuff just because I was never there and I, I'm just not ever gonna be there. That's just that stuff's not important for me, but. Like from the budgeting episode, if it's something that's very important to you, budget for it. But it just, you can't, that can't be the whole budget. The, all your money can't go to the looks for the likes for the Instagram pictures. Like money needs to be going somewhere for. But you know, they still have, and I don't know if I'm about to sound old, but YOLO, they still have that Um, mentality. So Kendall says that all the time. That's a Kendall YOLO. Yolo. And it's so funny. Do you guys know that it, it was just a couple of weeks before like, ago that I even found out what that meant? <laughs> no, I found out from Kendall. I didn't know what YOLO was. I saw it all the time. Well, well tell your viewers YOLO. what it is. Uh, you only live once. <laughs> right. For, for the folks that are over 40, yeah, YOLO like, is you only, huh? live, you only live once. And that's their mentality. That's how they think. They're so, like, because you're only going to live once, and we we talked last week moment. that you're going to die. Get your life insurance, right? <laughs> Yolo, get the life. Oh, Don't leave that burden for somebody else. Right. <laughs> That's a whole tagline. 
There you go. That's right. <laughs> Starting our own life insurance company. Yeah. You only live once. Buy life insurance. YOLO life insurance. <laughs> hey, that's registered. Don't steal that. YOLO life insurance. The target is the, what, the millennials or the... Who's Shoot anybody. You only live what's once. After, what's after the millennials? The Zers, the Zers. I don't know what you call them. Gen Zs, Zs, Yolos. All right. So what next? I don't know. Side hustles. Uh, we can talk about side hustles. Running households, women in finance. Okay, Let's, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna say about running households really quick because this was interesting to me. Uh, when I was an agent a long, long time ago in Vegas, I had, and even this happened here too. But I had a client whose husband passed away and they were older. So he, you know, that wasn't a young couple. And the wife literally knew how to do nothing. Oh. She didn't, lady, and her, she had two older adult children. One lived out of state. So I remember one was gone. One was local or local enough, but wasn't around her all the time. She lived near my office. She would come to her office every month and bring her bills, all her bills to my office so I could help her write her checks and pay her bills. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? That was like a foreign thing to me. She did not know how to balance a checkbook. She didn't even know how to write the check. She didn't even know how to read the bills. She's like, my husband always did this. You know, I was like, okay. I've always been head of household for the most part. So I've never had the option of not knowing how to read an invoice, a statement, write the check, balance the checkbook. So I'm going to take it totally to a, totally to a whole nother level since you brought that up. But so coming, of course, that's years ago. And, you know, um, as we were growing up, like I knew my grandmother as Mrs. Evans Tut, because, of course, um, she was married to my grandfather. Um, she didn't have her own checking account. She didn't have her own uh, credit card. And I think that certainly the woman movement has come a, a long way. And us as individual women talking about heads of households and, mm -hmm. and where we are and how things have changed, we have made our young women very, very independent. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what I'm probably most scared of going into. I mean, that was awesome that you was talking about the 23-year-old male, but our young males don't know mm -hmm. how to run a household, don't yeah. know how to write a check. Wait a minute, don't know how to wash their clothes, no one's teaching them how Change to cook. light bulb, do the laundry, mow the grass. None of that. And that's actually very that's actually very scary because then you've got young men that are depending on independent women, which of course mm. is a totally Ooh, different that's a whole nother totally topic. different mm -hmm. totally different com I mean topic, but there's a lot going on with that in society as well. Totally totally different con uh, uh, it has topic flipped. Almost. It is absolutely almost mm -hmm. flipped. And so when we're thinking about um, young mothers out there or, or um, um, fathers, let's make sure that we're teaching our young males how to be just males. I mean, it doesn't have to be about them taking care of a woman. It's just them taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. I remember when Stephen was growing up, I mean, every year, every school year that happened, he had to take on a new responsibility, mm -hmm. whether it was ironing his own clothes, you know, making breakfast for himself, um, wash, you know, washing his own clothes. But mm -hmm. every year when school year started, it was something he had to take over because I never wanted him to depend on a woman. Mm. There you go. And Steven's doing pretty good. He's, he's, he's going to get, 
he, you know, he's still, he's 25. He's still a little young. I can still <laughs> smack him around a little bit. But, but one thing he, he doesn't have, he doesn't have debt. Um, he's, you know, he's certainly um, very respectful and he still listens. Mm. Um, but he doesn't believe in a brand new, you know, brand new car. The latest and greatest. No, he mm. doesn't. Um, he got his first pair of Jordans at 16 because I just wouldn't put that mm-hmm. in him. Um, so he doesn't believe in name brands and everything like that. He just doesn't believe it. But I made sure that he didn't. Um, and he's not that, you know, young man that feels like he has to have a certain facade. Mm-hmm. Keeping um, up with the Joneses. No. He's or, just never. But it was. Instagram followers. Is no. Steven on Instagram? He is. But he, he is. He, he very well, seldom. Steven, um, I'm coming to find you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you can go up there. He's got very few posts. Um, and so with that, I mean, I, th- I think that that's something to be said is that as we're talking about women head of households and, and raising our children and maybe the uh, where we started the conversation with young girls and feeling like they have to be something mm-hmm. that they're not, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is it that we're showing our kids? Have you guys heard that song, WAP? Oh, of course. Oh, it took me a long time before I. Oh my! You know goodness. I miss everything. Did you just hear it? I'd be late. Oh yes, and I said, "Good Lord." Mm-mm. I hate to sound a little aged, but I, inside the song, you just wonder, like, what is that teaching mm. our young Again, women? Put it all women out and there. The men. <laughs> oh yeah, and what the men the expectation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, she whopping, you ain't whopping. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to keep it clean here today. Although you cursed <laughs> about the desserts earlier. <laughs> um, I don't know what they're teaching. I, yeah. It's, mm, it's I have a lot, lot of comments on that one, but parents, um, please teach your children something other than um, what, yeah. And what they're, what they're learning um, now and make them have some responsibilities. on it. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't even do regular TV over here. Since we've been back in Georgia, we have no cable in this house. We just have some streaming. The streaming is... Li- I was at nice. Sila today, my baby's out of town with her dad. But Sila today asked me, it was so sweet. She asked me today if she could watch a movie on my Netflix account. Because, you know, when you open Netflix, it has a whose account is mm-hmm. it. And she's always had it. I mean, when she opens her phone, it's there. She has to select hers. She asked me today if she could go into my account because she wanted to watch Stranger Things. And her account has the child settings. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So she says Stranger Things doesn't pop up in her menu. It's not an option. She literally, she's out of town. My baby is not even here with me. Asked me on the phone. If she could go into my Netflix and watch Stranger Things. Aww. Now, I would have never known. She out of state. Right. And it was there anyway. All she'd do was hit the daggone button. Mm. I mean, it's not like I have to put a code in or unlock it. It's there. I, I thought that was so sweet. That is <laughs> My that, baby's still a baby. That's sweet, but maybe it's because you're raising her. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's a whole other different conversation. <laughs> you know, TV can't raise your child. Mm-hmm. Individuals out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. iPads shouldn't be raising your mm-hmm. kids. Um, you know, social media, YouTube, YouTube shouldn't be and you raising can't, your children. Um, you can't filter YouTube. YouTube does not filter. So you mm-hmm. have to really listen to YouTube mm-hmm. because they slide those extra videos in. So she'll be watching Disney, but then you've got the pornographic Disney and because oh, wow. it's got Disney in the title, you know, Disney does Daphne because it says Disney <laughs> does Daphne. It pops up on the little 
what is it called? I don't the even know. Side runners or whatever. Who knew? I know. Yeah. You know. I did. Yes. I know now. And But I found out when she was really little because she would be in the back of the car, right? In the car seat or, you know, hold my phone while we're driving and I can hear it. <laughs> like, why, like, da- why does Daphne sound like that? I'd be like, Sila, what are you? I'm watching Disney. Let me see. You know, hey, sweetie, hand me the phone. Let me see. The YouTube. Oh, the YouTube is not not kid friendly most yes. of the time. Wow. Mm. So, Lisa, what about your, um, Lisa's children are older. Yeah. Okay. 23 and soon to be 18. Yeah. Yeah. You got the youngest one in the bunch, Kai. I know. Yep. And you guys are helping me and I appreciate it. <laughs> Lisa's probably helping you more. Because <laughs> I am I come in, Sela, what are you doing over here? <laughs> you in the doghouse with her right now. Um, she listened to this. <laughs> this is the third, second time you've seen Estelle, and I didn't get to see her. And oh, you wow. always go roller skating when I'm not here. And tell Estelle, I said. We'll tell her that Steven's um, mad at me, too, with his 25-year-old self that I probably came to Atlanta without him. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we was roller skating with Steven's crowd last night. Steven, go, come get your peoples at the Cascade Roller Rink. And sure enough was up in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they were. All right. What else? Hustle. Let's talk hustle, about Hustle. Making money. Side hustle. Women making and kinda money. And kind of why. May women making money because I don't like to ask people for stuff. That's always yeah. my why. That started Me with my too. mother. That's always been my motivation. Look, I ain't asking for nothing. I would like to get my own stuff. I don't like rejection. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that either. No, I don't. I don't like waiting. I'm impatient. I don't like people blowing smoke up my butt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it, and mm-hmm. then it never happens. I like so, ownership. Yeah. I've talked about that, so I don't want to borrow and borrow and then worry about if I broke in. I just like to have my... I am with you on that. Mm-hmm. I cannot... I don't like to owe anybody mm-hmm. anything. I don't like to ask mm-hmm. anybody. Do you guys remember me, myself, and I? Mm-hmm. That was Day my thing. Soul is from the... <laughs> Not that one. Which one? You talking about the movie? Me, myself, no. and I? <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you yes. 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 Everybody, was like, everybody was on a like, different look, 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 like, I'm I guess my we, soul women, I guess we realized that we were really into being myself and I but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was my theme song for the oh, longest yeah. Beyonce time does have one. right because it's just like you know that's how I not that that's how I felt that the only person but I just did not want to depend on anybody mm-hmm. for Fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to say. But I've heard that's my downfall. Oh, I've heard from plenty of men that that's my problem. Well, I've heard. I hear that all the time. I'm you too don't need nobody. You know, I mm-hmm. hear this over. It's a broken record now. Just... Yeah, I've heard it quite a bit. You got to watch it. You really have mm-hmm. to watch it because everybody needs somebody mm-hmm. sometime. You know, just like we're sitting here today as girlfriends and talking. Right. This is. This is part of a, our mindfulness, mm-hmm. right? And so everybody does. But yep. I mean, when it comes to asking people to do anything, I, yeah. I won't ask nobody. But then, to if drive I never ask you and I ask you, can I just have it? Then do I have to? If I have it to give, is yours. I, I don't like to loan money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have it, you can have it. Yeah. Don't worry about paying me back. Don't come asking for a loan. If I have it, you can have it. Right. So. Cause then I, I don't want to come looking for you right. when you promise you're going to pay me back. Cause I'm, I'm going to be pissed. Right. But most <laughs> people that are like you though, don't have the, ha- have friends that are like you. Like I don't, That's have, true. I don't have friends that ask and me. And family like that either. 
like, well, they let you go before you, I mean, you know, because they know that she ain't taking no mm-hmm. mess. But, but I don't have really friends that would ask me, because first of all, here, of a feather. wait a minute, normally, because here it is, you ask me for something, I'm going to be like, what you going to go spend it on? Because if you spending it on some eyelashes. Right, right. And that's my money. <laughs> but you can't judge them, though. I don't, well, when you ask me for my money, yes, you get judged. <laughs> I've got a credit application here. Just <sighs> fill out these top two sections. It's either. Well, no, I don't have it. That's how I look at it. You, well, they quit you asking. You find somewhere else to go get your eyelash money. Right. <laughs> right. Because, you know, when if we don't have the same priorities, yeah. first of all, we're not hanging yeah. out. And then, so, with that being said, if we don't have the same priorities, then that means that you can't come and ask me. And then it depends on the who the person priorities. is. Now, I because take it to I know... another level. If you come and ask it for some drugs, money for some drugs, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell no, I, I can't help you. Hey, now who's asking you for some money I'm for I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> You, you, got some friends. Don't you got some friends, Don't you got some family, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but in that me, myself, and I, depending on how, you know, because I, this is it. You, I'll cut somebody off in a hot second, and that's, I know. Oh, yeah. Cancel culture, is that what they call it? But yeah. some people need to be canceled. Don't address. No, no. Some, some people, people need, need to be canceled. canceled. I agree. You need to be canceled. I agree. Yeah. It ain't cancel culture. It's you earn, you've earned the right to be to canceled. Be canceled. Exactly. Yeah. You, you yeah. actually deserve it. It ain't, yeah. I just, no. You, I agree. You yeah. earned when the right. When it's toxic to you, I, I certainly believe you should mm-hmm. certainly keep yourself. Yep. Um, priority. Yeah, priority. Absolutely. Yep. There you go. Yep. So we even talk about side hustles. So what what what, what are we gonna do to make side money? Well, of money? course, hair is my side hustle. Hair has been my side hustle ooh, for years. Um, started at thirteen mm-hmm. when I realized I could do hair, wow. and it was more so for my own good because my grandmother used to do my hair, and I was like, I know I could do a better job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I um. I proved myself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, family were like, oh, well, then do my hair. And, and then, then roommates. Yeah, and roommates. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then classmates and roommates. It's been there even at points where, you know, I didn't have a job. And I was always mm-hmm. able to make some money. money. So, yep. yep. And I thank God for the talent. Yep. So, yep. I am. Um, oh, gosh, I've had so many side hustles. Let me tell you guys. Um, ever since I was just a little girl, I've always wanted my own. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, um, you know, I had a job when I was, oh my goodness, I sold candy bars, um, well before the age of 14, because, you know, I wanted to have my mm-hmm. own money. And then I started McDonald's at age 14 because mm-hmm. I wanted my, my own money. But even, um, you know, growing into even to, to this day, so I um, do some personal training. Um, I do some real estate. I've um, played around in here a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've played around I in. Forgot about that. Yeah, wow. yeah. I. Uh, um, Still only did my hair one time. Wow. Yeah. Yep. She flat ironed it that yeah. time. It was long too. I um I've I've, I've dabbled in um, that a little bit. I for dabbled. profit. For profit. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I was matter of fact in college. That was um, my that was my side hustle in college. It almost seems it's almost like every. 10, I don't know, maybe every 10 years I would kind of do something a little different depending Mm -hmm. on um, where it led me. Um, But I've always had something on the side to do for for a couple of different reasons. 
Um, I'm certainly in the corporate America world now, and I, I love my job, and I certainly love what I do. But I always want to make sure that they don't own me, mm. if that makes sense. Right. I can always fall back on right. something. Not having to ask. Without, <laughs> right? I don't need your paycheck. You know, <laughs> I, I will always be able to take care of me. I'm always sharpening my skill right. so mm-hmm. that it goes back to me, myself, and yeah. I, that I don't have to depend on someone else. But I tell you what it has done is it's given me the ability to set aside money right to build wealth um to pay for maybe that life insurance or invest in that bitcoin or whatever the case may be right because when you think about paying yourself i mean if it means that i don't and it there's some sacrifice along with that mm-hmm. whether it's you know um watching tv for three or four hours a day of course i you know you got a little side hustle you don't have extra time mm-hmm. to just be doing nothing right because right. you're that side hustle is always on the side but right. you gotta hustle right to make that money right? right and so um staying inside of that i've always just had some type of second income um since i've been in in certainly in corporate america when i was going through my divorce um that really put really helped me out because i was going through a divorce you think this is interesting um my ex-husband, he, you know, I let him take all of the furniture out of the house. I lost, I was laid off. Um, and uh, so going through divorce, laid off. I let him take all of the furniture in my house. I did not ask him for child support. And I never missed a mortgage mm. payment. Because at that time, my side hustle was buying clothes and reselling them. Mm. For a profit, so I would go up to New York, get the. I mean, and I never, never. So my my, cre- people's credit gets messed up during divorces. Oh man, that's the most. You lose houses, yeah. all those types of things. Did not ask, did not ask him for child support, um, and never ever missed a beat on any of my bills. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, my story probably is like yours in a still because I'm trying to think what I'm. I was like, I don't think I had a side hustle, but I guess I had so many. <laughs> So from a kid, the same thing. I remember starting off ironing shirts and raking leaves and babysitting. And then there was, I was always crafty. So then as I got, you know, I started taking jewelry design classes in high school. Mm-hmm. My high school had a very robust mm-hmm. arts department. So we had a full jewelry lab, like mm-hmm. full jewelry. And so I was interested. So sophomore year of high school, I started taking jewelry, official jewelry classes. Mm-hmm. I took them all the way through. They didn't have it at Payne. But then when I got to Vegas, the community college there had it. So I took it there. So now I had been making jewelry forever. Uh, then they had the shade products and I've been teaching finance. Mm-hmm. Well, I just more recently got into teaching finance for money. I've been yeah. teaching finance forever, but just um, free, just kind of sharing it with people. So it's, yeah, it's moved on and on and on. And more than side, I've made more money from investing, <laughs> which is like not a real side hustle. But it's a side hustle. But I've really made more actual, money actual from actual investing than everything else. Like when I do get a bonus or extra money or the side hustle money, I always put it someplace that was a good investment. And then when I need it, I cash it in and I use it for whatever I'm using it for. So mm-hmm. that's been my best turnaround has been my different investment. But at the same time, I made money doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was the same thing, too. Uh, when I bought my very first house, the first house I ever bought in Vegas, I got laid off of a job. I closed on the house. 
That's what it was. I closed on the home that morning. You want to talk about a day. Closed on the home that morning. Got laid off from my current job that afternoon and was taken to dinner by my old district manager that night and was offered an agency. Wow. All in the eight hours. Wow. Closed on my house that morning, got laid off from my current job that afternoon and got offered the agency that evening was my, you know, we used to take the people to dinner and stuff. Oh yeah. I did that all in one day. You didn't have time to even stress about it. Nope. Nope. (laughs) And it was great because I had to get my license. I wasn't licensed yet. Okay. So the time between the layoff, I could get the house together because I had some money and they gave me some severance package. So I had some money. So I got my little severance. Um, I could work on my house a little bit and I was able to take the insurance licensing exams and I didn't have nothing else to do all day. Mm -hmm. So I could just study and take my exams. And I think I had about, I started November 1st and I I can tell you for a fact, this all happened on uh, September 30th. So the layoff, the hiring, and the house closing was all on September 30th. And I started the new position November 1st. Awesome. So, yeah, you know, divine timing. Mm-hmm. Never missed a beat. I just closed on the house and didn't have no job. Right. <laughs> closed on the house and lost my job. Thank goodness I qualified for my mortgage the week, right. <laughs> the week <Exactly>. before. Because <laughs> if they had did that last employment verification, verification you'd have been a mess. I'd have been in trouble. But, yeah, they let wow. me close on the house and then turn around. I was like, oh, that works. So are you saying that, or if, if I'm hearing you guys right, it's almost kind of in your blood. But is it in your blood or is it because maybe as young adults, you know, we, we were kept from things. Because I think you said the reason why you started doing hair was your because grandma. how your grandmother mm-hmm. did your hair. Mm-hmm. So you would, the reason why I, um, because I, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and I, I needed to have my own money so that I can do what, what I wanted to with my own money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I don't, and why did you start? So my mom, um, it's funny, Jerome, who was my cousin who was on here not too long ago, he laughs. He was like, your mom had you and your, you and your sister doing stuff at young ages. You know, so people laugh. I'm like, I know how to hang drywall. My mom used to be in construction. She was in landscaping when I was really little. And she also did re- um, construction remodel. I literally, I know how to hang drywall. My dad used to do tile flooring. So I know how to put tile. Down. I don't like to do these things, but I know how <laughs> to do stuff. So I, I kind of know how to landscape. I know how to do drywall and tiling and all these paints. I know how to paint. Um, but then I was like you too. I like my own money. So my first official job, paycheck job, I had a um, aunt. I don't know what her position would have been, but she was like a director level in the school district. So my first job, I believe I was 14 maybe. Mm-hmm. And I worked at um, I worked at our um, Head Start in Evanston. So um, Carmen Franciano was in my class. So um, it's funny to see these kids now. But yeah, so my first official job, I was 14. I think I was about the same age. I worked at our shelter at our church, mm-hmm. a homeless where the, the homeless, they fed the homeless. Mm-hmm. And I that was my first job. And it was interesting, but yep. Yeah. So and I was like you, I wanted my age. own money. My mom was always very bossy. And I was like, I don't, you know, if I had my own money, I could do my own thing. So I had my own money. I think, I think we've probably started answering the question that we started off with, with these 
with uh, certainly young women and maybe how they're presenting themselves and, and whether or not the, the um, parents, right? If they're, you know, if you're not putting this in your children when you're young, not giving them everything, first of all, can't give them everything. You just cannot. I don't know when we became helicopter parents, but at some point we became helicopter parents. Because we, we missed out on a lot of stuff, I think. You think so? Yeah. It's us trying to give yep. our kids what we think we yep. missed out on. Yep. But realizing that that's who made us. Yep. The who, women we yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my mom didn't give a damn about missing out. Not no. your mother. We're talking well, about us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or the, right. Or our, our, because I'm, I was, shoot, Stephen will tell you to this day, my mama was hard on me. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what, to your point, mm-hmm. because we want to give our kids everything that we didn't have. Right. That we in, didn't get. We didn't we get a didn't lot get. of stuff. Yeah. Oh, but no. in the process, have we ruined, have we ruined them? So Sila is definitely somewhat spoiled for sure but even with the stuff she does get it is a constant do you need that or do you want that i mean that's that's a that's the question instant rebuttal to her but let me ask needs and the wants and then we always go over this what what i am legally responsible for she sila will recite this herself (laughs) i tell her i am legally responsible for giving you food shelter and clothing (laughs) nope you missed it food shelter and clothing i remind her i promise you she would tell you this herself my mama only has to provide for me food shelter and clothing i say what kind this this is the scenario we play it can be cereal and hot dogs <laughs> it could be secondhand clothes from the goodwill shop it could be bread and water and yes she's like and, and i just need a bed i need a warm place to sleep it don't have to be that nice new bed she just got and all this stuff it need to be something nice and clean and safe to sleep on and sheltered. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to have this conversation a lot. I would agree that you probably have to have the conversation. But what does but she, what she experience? Is so that's what I'm Lisa, thinking. Yeah, yeah, I know. Lisa, go ahead and tell her now. Because well, no, she probably said, in she her just mind. Said, she just said it just now. Well, that new bed that she's sleeping right, in. Right, because Sayla is probably saying, I know my mama going to say this. And lecture. I but I know what she going to get me <laughs> and I know what she going to do. <laughs> So she probably like, my mama just bluffing, but right. I'm going to go along with right. it. I'm going to go right. along with I'm it. I'm going to go along with it because, you know, we had to share rooms. Mm-hmm. You you got your your, your sister's hand-me-down. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. You know what I mean? It was, it, wait and a look, with me having our brothers, that was not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. If you ate, wait a minute. What about when your parents said, you going to eat yep. what I cook? Yep. Right. Or there were no options. Tomorrow. Yes. Or, or matter of fact, you ain't got to eat. But yep. this is what this household is having. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to sit here until they get yep. eaten. So you re- you'd rather eat it warm. It's gonna be or you can go to bed. You, you don't have to eat it. Oh, but I you, remember many a night falling asleep at the table. <laughs> Boy. Whew. A lot of stuff I hated. Oh, my goodness. So now <laughs> we have picky kids. We have kids with... You know, a hundred thousand different allergies. What? When did right, allergies? When right. did allergies become a that, thing? That's for real. That's environment. Society this has environment. gotten too involved ooh, ooh, in child rearing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh no, that's a whole other yeah. conversation, right? <laughs> but but as parents, we've really got to think about to that point. You know what I mean? What it is that we're teaching our children, and even though we may be saying so, you know, you and I'm sure you are. I mean, this is these are your we're the same age, but we got some older children mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're working, you know, that we're working with. 
And I and I'll tell you that Stephen does not have the drive. Although I was uh, certainly harder on him than probably other parents, but he does not have the drive that I have mm-hmm. because he's he's never really had to fight mm. for anything. So in your same scenario, I. Stephen had chores. He, you know, he couldn't, I wasn't going to, I wouldn't, but he had to have, he had to save up half his money for his first car. All of that. I'm going to tell you all of those things. He's had to have a job, all of those things. But he came up in a household where he's always had his own room, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his own bed, you know, his Mm -hmm. own bathroom, Mm -hmm. his own, you see what I'm saying? He never had hand-me-downs. I didn't play this picky stuff with food, though. That's just one thing I wasn't going to. And he's not picky to this day. Um, he'll eat just you know he'll eat just about anything. But he he came up differently, and he does not have the drive, desire, and determination that I do. Wow. And he doesn't have he doesn't exhibit it. I would venture to say it's there if he had to use it. If it was a survival skill that had to it be ignited. But because he has seen you do it, yeah. But, but he may be sloppy at it, and he may need a little practice. But he still knows to this day at twenty five, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to exhibit it. But that's wow. what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if as he long as I'm it, here, well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, Estelle. If he needed it, yeah, you disappear. He'd be like, oh, he'll I'll... he'll figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen but, her do it. I ain't had not no practice personally, but, but I've seen her do it. But he'll figure it out. But then again, in the same instances, I've also prepared mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I've prepared his financial situation for him to be different if anything does happen mm-hmm. to me which is also something you know what I mean it's it's good behavior but it's not, well, it's still kind not enabling yes like more. Yeah. he's never gonna have <laughs> right you know I shouldn't say he's never gonna have to fight to because I mean it's not like he got right that going yeah. on well, but you know what I mean but I mean he's not we ain't nowhere. We're nowhere. take care of him and no, his future. No, no, we, no. We are not <laughs> the Rockefellers. I know that was imagination, but you know what I mean. I mean, but if something happened to me, because of course I've been, uh, you know, I've been very disciplined to make sure yes. that you know, since he was, and I think you had this um, conversation on a, maybe a podcast as far as in you know when he was born, I started off you know, saving $25 mm-hmm. every two weeks because that's all I could afford. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I saved a little bit more. I saved a little bit more. So I had a stock plan. I had a 529 plan. I had mutual funds. I have, he's got three life insurance policies on him. Um, so if he's, you know, never insurable, he's certainly, he has that. To this day, I still save for him. He is 25. Mm. Not because I need to, let me be quite honest, because I've been too lazy to stop <laughs> the automatic deduction. The automatic deduction because oh, wow. it's a forced savings account, <laughs> right? And so when you start automatic deducting stuff out of your you, paycheck. You're not having it, and you can live without you, it. You yeah. got a lifestyle, but you still got an emergency fund, right. another emergency fund. But that's just like they've got that whole new app about Truebill, about stuff that you're paying automatically that you're not using. Oh, well, you yeah. haven't seen it. There's a whole app mm. on if you don't use this. You know, I mean, they can try to, you know, they could kind of remind you to kind of. I don't really have that much. To take problem. some stuff. But anyway, but the reason why, and he is 25. He takes care of himself. He asks me for nothing. He's fine. You know, he takes care of himself. And I'm still saving for him. Money comes out of my check, out of my account every two weeks. 
the account, matter of fact, is even frozen because once <laughs> they get to a certain age and, you know, you've got, you know, it, it, it titled a certain way, right, they got to right. say, they send you, you a thing that says, it's, yeah, this has been frozen, your, your child is, this. but because it was a forced savings account and, and they're not going to stop taking your money. No, right, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're going to keep on taking it. it. So there's, it's still going into an account for him. Does he still live with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, he lives on his own. Okay. Yeah. So, so when you think about that, I mean, but for savings. So now it's a forced savings. And now what I'm, you know, certainly hoping that, um, you know, when he gets, you know, married and, you know, I can help him. So that's a whole nother, oh, I gave you a whole lot of topics. Whole nother thing. How do we set up our children so that when they move, when they go into the world, right, that we set them up where you're putting money on their down payment. You know, when you think about, mm-hmm. you know, 40 acres and a mule, let's just talk about that for a second. You know, how are you setting up wealth for the next generation? So if I help him with the down payment in a, of a home, right, then that means that equity and helping him in that down payment of a home is going to help him even 10 years down the line because I'm setting mm-hmm. him up. But this for- is the other side of that. The, the children need to know how to keep it going. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. That's, that's the true. other part of it now. Now that I've been working with mm-hmm. a lot of people, individuals, I'm like, okay, I've got parents now that get it. They get it. They plan for it. They're prepared. They got the plan written out for the kid, but the kid doesn't necessarily know that what the plan is. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get a windfall of money or a half a paid house or whatever it is, but they're not necessarily sure how to keep it, how to pass it. How, do you, how does the child maintain it and for their child move ahead mm. further okay i got half of a house paid for by the time my child is of a certain age it's fully paid off but mm. it, it really has to be ingrained at a very yeah. young age that you're always building for the people behind you mm-hmm. and that's something else that we need to be working on is that's true. not just being able to give to our child we need to teach the child how to keep it going forward, how to keep it in the family. Don't sell everything. Right. I don't like it no more. It's my mama's house. I didn't right. sell it and move on. And you lost all your equity and all this stuff. So um, I've realized now that it's important. And that's going back to the kids again, the mm-hmm. kid training that I started mm-hmm. with from day one, teaching the children how to move forward. You know, I don't know the chicken and the egg. Do I try to get to the parent first and then the child? Do I go to the child first and then the parent? <laughs> But, you know, the kids need to know. The children need to know as well. We all need educating. Yep. But if the parent is just giving the child everything, it doesn't matter what you're doing (laughs) with the child. So you got to start with the the adult. You you got to. I was better with money than my parents. Is it because of more education? Uh, that just really wasn't their thing either. I mean, it could have been education, but that just, they, you know, they're not into finance. That That's not, my mother was in landscaping mm-hmm. and robotics and some other stuff. My dad was always into horses and racing. They just weren't into, my dad a little bit. Cause like I said, I got my coin collection from him. I got gold and silver from my dad. So a little bit, but that was, so sometimes you can start with the children. Hmm. Cause you know, some kids get the parents they get. And I can't fix the parent. But if you get the child young enough before they've been conditioned and already mm-hmm. taught bad habits, I can sometimes get the kid to move to a different path, mm-hmm. see a different light, and be yeah. nice. I know your parents do this. 
Like, let's try something different. Let's. <laughs> I just don't know how many kids is listening to your podcast there. No, no, that's I'm talking <laughs> about my class. Yes. <laughs> you know, when I do kids classes, I like to do challenges. So I'm we definitely playing. do challenges when there's how often kids do you classes. do the classes? Well, I haven't been done doing any lately, especially you know, Sila's last in person school. We had stuff planned, classes mm-hmm. for those children, but I ain't did nothing with no kids in since COVID mm-hmm. at all. So hmm. I guess 2019 was the last time school closed right at the top of 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 2019 was the last time I, I did work with her school. Hmm. So ladies, are we ready to wrap it up? I think we, any other stuff we want to talk about? Water. So just to let everybody know, Kai wanted to have a Well, what are you drinking? Alcohol, and she doesn't even drink. Mm-hmm. I drink sometimes. And then sometimes. Lisa drinks a, a little like one step more I'm than a lightweight her. I'm a lightweight and then I well you know it's time to end the show <laughs> <laughs> nothing else for me guy it's been All a joy right. Lisa you yes, want to give me do you are you taking new clients or are you not taking new clients? um I'm taking them Looking when I can her. fit them in Ooh, yes okay well you <laughs> want to tell them if you what if somebody comes in? What can we name my color a custom? Can I have my own color it's, name? It's custom Kai. Okay. <laughs> if you would like the custom Kai hair color, or was it Kai 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 Kailuchi. Oh, that Ooh. was given to you by Carla. That was my and nickname it fits. from Carla Wilson. It fits. Carla Burnett. Yes. Now why was it Kailuchi? Uh, Carla, that's the it, name Carla it, gave me. I guess I don't know. You had the kind of Susan Lucci oh, was vibe that it? when we were in college. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, I had the damn name 30 years, and I you never knew where know. she got it from. I'm glad we had this time I've been together. Kyle Lucci forever. I, I What's your nickname? Where. I don't have one. I don't think For so. For me, it's Lisa Lucy. I like the way that sounds. No. Lisa I Lucy. I didn't have one either. You didn't have one? No, but one day you'll have to talk about how grown people have uh, nicknames. That's another story. <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe you won't talk about that. Well, already said every, people know mine, <laughs> Kai Lucci, and only a, a handful of people know that name. But you it's, don't go by it. You don't. No, she does. They you call me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't meet people and go, this is, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I've met people and they go, I, you know, they ask my name. I tell them my name. My name is Estelle. And they say and my name is Little them, Joe or something crazy. Little yeah, Joe. Yeah. I mean, just it, like a nickname. Yeah. You know, I have to work on me. No, I have to work on me because I have to say, now, how old are you? Oh, I don't even say that. I said, what's your government name? I don't I do not do. At this age, I'm not calling you that. What's on your fucking driver's license? Driver's well, everybody license? calls me. Well, I won't, and I won't. So, what, what's goodbye. The, what, the, what did your mama name you? That's what I said. What's your mama name? Mm-hmm. Don't buy them names. All right, so go ahead. Lisa's going to tell y'all how you can go get the Kai Color Special. Um, You can contact me via on sale. Well, yeah, okay. Twitter or Instagram, Styles by AJL. A J L. Yep. Styles by AJL. And that's it. All right. Awesome. But I haven't Stale. posted anything on that page. <laughs> right, that's what I was so, about to say. Y'all better so everything contact out me. there, everything out there is old. Oh Lord. I contact haven't posted me. anything. I oh, will, just tell them to put three little dots in front of the back. I will get. I will contact Lisa Lucy for you. Oh, if you're in the Northwest Indiana area, I guess, or, you know, 
talked about my side hustle. My side hustle is real estate. So if you need a home in Northwest Indiana, I am your girl. So Estelle Blockums, you could just look me up as far as in on my Facebook page. Um, I certainly uh, give a uh, give you all the attention that you need and certainly buying a home. But it is my side hustle, so <laughs> keep that in mind. And we're going to say hi to Mr. Paul. We didn't say nothing to Paul. No episodes. That's be- Why? Why should we say anything okay. to Paul? Didn't I just... We'll be Paul. closing out okay. the episode. Hi, Paul. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> anyway, you guys know where you can reach me. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Like, subscribe, share, comment. And follow, I think is what I'm supposed to say. But uh, thank you for coming. We will see you next week. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Free Podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Bye-bye.